Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, the podcast where we talk sports. And we get a little buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, delicious Strangeland Brewery. Beer for any occasion. A beer for every occasion. Beer for all occasions. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. Um, got uh, my co-host, Chad Goodall, sitting in. What's going on, brother? Get to make a full show this time. It's nice, huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, yes. And we got ballot pressing buttons. Howdy, fellas. Still no coach. He's MIA. Don't know when he's uh, ever coming back. You know, he's always got something going on. Gosh, he's just the busiest person in the world these days. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this is our amateur hour. Um, we, uh, we'll, we'll let you know about how our show bet from the pro show from Wednesday ended up. Spoiler. Not good. Not good. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, if you're listening to the show, as always, uh, listen on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please give us some subscribes, some follows and listens, um, and share it out with your friends. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we'll get into show business here in a bit. Um, we, uh, we'll talk, obviously, the biggest game of the week, the Iron Bowl. Um, we actually had a great conversation with an Auburn alumni, um, and we'll uh, let you guys hear that. And then uh, we will get into our Texas 10, talk the... Uh, Texas and Texas Tech game, which did not go well. Um, maybe talk a little Texas basketball if we can squeeze it in. Um, but uh, we do have a pretty packed show, so we'll get this thing rolling. Um, as always, uh, Strangeland is our number one sponsor from day one. Um, if you're around and about in Austin, make sure to ask for it, even if they don't have it. Um, just let the managers know that, that you want to try it out or you want them to get it. If they do have it, order as much as you can. See if, you, see if they'll let you take some to go. <laughs> Ask if you can have any leftover kegs they have laying around. Make sure they know that you love it. I don't think TABC will allow that because that's against the law. But um, to make it even cooler if you got away with it. They they do have a new beer out. That is true. The Old North Road. It's part of their... Uh, <clears throat> Bombers. Bomber. There you go. Thanks for saving me. Um, their Bomber series, the big giant bottles that they have. We put out a challenge in the last one. Drink six of those before lunch. Let us know how your day went. Yeah. Be a good one. Six dark beers that are probably all over ten percent alcohol. Might be at least probably around uh, thirteen percent alcohol. And we'll see. Oh. Uh, we'll see if next week we have stories. Uh, if Ballad makes his way over to the uh, ice cream and 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 beer Sunday show. I'll tell you if I don't make it, I will eat ice cream and drink beer. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You can follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Um, we will go ahead and get into show business and get this thing started. Let's do it. So the end of regular season college football is done. We're hitting college championship week. Guys, this is the fastest football season's ever gone by. I agree. I'm just telling you right now. I it agree. feels like it just has flown by. It's it's already gone, man. It's already gone. No more Texas football until a bowl game. Um, if we get into it. That is if we have enough players for it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Um, so, as I mentioned in our pro show, Ballad makes this, uh, this printout for us, our show guide before, so it says everyone back You're in welcome. studio, um, however, except coach. he added except coach, because it happened right before he left work, I'm sure, um, so coach is not here, he said he had some extra work to do, 
Um, Chad was late. Didn't bring my jersey. I figured that's why you were late. I was late. <laughs> uh, we're going hunting this Thank weekend. You. Bless you. Thank you. Um, taking the boys hunting this weekend. Unfortunately, Ballad can't can't make it. He's mm. got other obligations. I can't. But uh, we will have stories about that when we get back. Um, so I had to I had to do a little bit of uh, you know hunting gear pickup and make sure we had everything ready. Um, I had to make a few stops, so that's why I was late. It's fair, I guess. So. Still we'll let, wait, we'll still let it pass now. this seventh time. But, but the next six times, <clears throat> you're in trouble, mister. I swear you guys driven me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. Um, you know what? From now on, I might just like push this off as long as possible up until Christmas uh, and just see how long we can make Spencer wait now. And then he's going to be like, feel oh, like, Merry Christmas. Christmas present, double dip. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I got to double dip at this point because it's <laughs> just been that long. I might as well just keep going with it. I would accept yeah. that. I would accept that. That's right. Point like, done. We'll accept and the then Christmas gift. And then by the time you you have your birthday in May, I'll have that new equipment. I'll be like, hey, happy birthday, dude. New equipment for the show. But that's for the show. That's I'm, This is just for you. Hey, makes us all sound better. <laughs> that's like if you had a project due like at the very beginning of the semester, you just submit it at the very end of the semester. And be like, oh, I thought this was due at the end of the semester, not the beginning. Oh, it's late. Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll take a seat. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. Um... I thought, uh, so, I don't know if you listened to last week's Amateur Hour or Pro Show, um, but Ballad did have, uh, did have his own solo show, apart from my Facebook Live show, and, uh... Um, a little bit shorter. Got him under <laughs> an hour. A lot shorter. Um, <laughs> last week on the Amateur Hour, he didn't even say a word. Not a word was spoken by Ballad, so technically he didn't even have a show. Sports Buzz had a show, but nobody was involved. Uh, Acapella show. Yeah. It was just the entire intro and song... And then the entire kick six from 2013. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that. It was awesome. I loved it. It still gave me chills because that play was insane. Well, that was my first impression of the game. You guys didn't send yours in. So that that's a, a point for me. On our oh, show okay. Picks. That's true. I, I that's predicted true. the game on the show. I think that I think that's going to have to count. I, no, I, we're going to have to vote on it. I don't, might be right. I don't think that's going to count. We're going to have to vote on it. Well, you haven't paid the SoundCloud dude, <laughs> so you do not have a vote right now. Um, so, Chad, vote on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I vote that it stands. The eyes have it. The there we go. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah, see, just house of cards your ass. <laughs> hey, didn't, didn't you, weren't you beating up all ladies in Denver? I I did beat up an old lady in Denver. What is wrong with you, man? So, yeah, for those who don't listen to this show or follow me on Twitter, at ZBallad. Uh, <laughs> a shameless plug. Wow. I thought we were done giving our own personal no, plugs. No, 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 Just shameless plugs in there. Haley and I were in Denver the Saturday of the Iron Bowl. And in Denver, there is this Irish pub. It's called... Uh, I'll, I'll look up the name of it because I do want to give them credit because it's an awesome place. They've got an underground kind of cellar bar, but it's the official headquarters of Auburn football. Um, so we got there, listen to this, we got there two hours early and people were already waiting in line to get downstairs. So as you can imagine, this place was packed. Uh, the name of it uh, is the Irish Snug. Okay. So, old-time Irish kind of pub. And so we get downstairs. We watch the end of the Michigan-Ohio State game. And there was another game that was on that I can't recall. We started drinking early. Um, but so Haley, myself, and her friend Kyle have a table off in a corner with a, a TV right above us. Great spot. And there was a play. I believe it was the the mishap fumble by Auburn. People forget that that happened early in the game. Could have been 14 nothing early. Exactly. And when that happened, I jumped out of my seat and I went to go like throw my hands against a wall. And when I did that, I knocked out the wall because it wasn't a wall. It was a false window that le- that the window was, is an indoor window that had kind of uh what do you call these things? Boards blocking the window. They weren't nailed in. They were just tightly secured. So I come in and I like throw my hands against the wall and and like, oh no, I can't believe this happened. And the boards 
crash through the window and land on this lady's head, who at the time I assumed was like 75 years old. An Auburn fan, for the record, obviously an accident, but the entire bar is no longer upset that Auburn just fumbled the ball, but that I assaulted this elderly lady. You're that you're that guy at a game in the bar. I was that guy at that game at the bar at that time. So obviously I feel terrible. I go over to make sure she's okay. And it turns out she's not. She's bleeding out of her head. I mean, it's it was basically a, a door that I threw on this you lady. You dropped a door on her. And uh, the it was not good. And for a while, the Auburn game went a little bit south. Like, that was, like, there was a good, like, ten minutes where the game did not look... I think Alabama scored back-to-back after that happened. So, not only was I the guy who knocked out an old lady, but I was also the guy who started Alabama's surge to victory. And paramedics came, firefighters came, no police. There was speculation that I was going to go to jail. But I did the gentleman thing. I offered to buy her drinks. Uh, She declined, which... I was fine with because I'd lost a lot of money at the casino earlier that week. <laughs> but uh, long story short, she lived. Auburn won, and it was all good. But there was a good like ten to twenty did minutes you guys, where did you guys make nice later on and we high did. five a couple times? I actually never spoke to her again, but I did speak to all of her friends, which I thought was more important that I make good with all the people who didn't get a concussion. Yeah, they are the ones who are going to remember this you know, versus her, so she's going to know the score was twenty six fourteen. And that she doesn't remember how that happened. So, uh, yeah. Hey. Uh, that, that That's how that all went down. This being the amateur hour, free advice. Don't hit stuff at bars. Don't throw stuff at bars. So, at, once once the game turned around and everyone was excited that Auburn was winning, everyone was like, you know what? That's not safe. They should have something on that false window <laughs> that says, this is not a window. Or this is not a wall. It could have happened to anybody. It happened to me. I should say, the, the the worst part was, is that the boards were split into three. So I knocked down the middle one, and then sometime after all of this kind of calmed down, they took out the other two. So now, the entire family of people is just staring at me while I'm watching the game. And every time I look to my right, I'm like, oh, there's that family's day I ruined. Okay, well, back to the game. <laughs> Did, so. did she so did she just get stitched up and and trooped it out and kept drinking or what? Uh, she lived. Um, I don't know if she kept drinking. I'm sure the paramedics advised her not to since she was bleeding out. I I'm fairly certain she did have to get stitches. I don't know if she went to the hospital for that or they did it right there in the ambulance. But it was I mean it was basically a door. She was there by the end of the game. Uh, or did she leave? I don't recall. I drank a lot during that game, too. Uh, they were $10 amber pitchers, so it was... And and to be honest, once I found out the table wasn't going to kill me, I was very much focused on the game. Fair enough. But so, I did live-tweet the whole thing. Go check it out. should be fun. That's phenomenal. The best part is that it lets you stay in this bar. I wonder yeah. what the bar owners had to say throughout this entire thing. Please don't um, sue us for our faulty wall. Yeah. <laughs> That was their bigger thing. I think they were much more concerned that they had a faulty that somebody wall. was going to be suing. Yeah. Um, we also broke a glass, and someone broke their phone all at our table. So Jesus. Uh, it Y'all was, had a day. We had a day. Well, it was a good game. It was, it was a really good game. This is all 1.30 Mountain Time, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was an exciting game. Um, you want to queue up the... Uh... Yeah, we've got someone else uh, coming on and talk about the game. Uh, an Auburn alumni, a ex-football player for Auburn, won a national championship with them under uh, Gene Kizik. Chizik. Right? Gene Chizik. Gene So, uh, yeah, the next thing you're going to hear is the interview with Emery, uh, Emery Blake. God, you got to stop. We got to stop letting him do names. All right, welcoming to the Sports Buzz for the first time, Auburn alumni, all-around badass, Emery Blake. Emery, what's going on, man? Oh, man, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm great. You know, we, we just got word that we're number two in the country right now, so I'm excited, and I'm, I'm ready for this SEC championship game. Hell yeah, man. We just saw that come across the ticker as well. It's good to see Auburn on top, uh, about to be on top. Number two. It's so fun to be number one 
Yeah, number two, at least you got something still to play for, a little <laughs> hungry still. So, yeah, that's that's awesome yeah, to see. All right, Emery, uh, Spencer here. Um, it's good to have a you know a hometown Austin boy, especially one that went to Auburn, um, on the show with us. So I appreciate that. But tell us what the experience is like. You know how how does it feel when you're when you're in one of those Iron Bowls, whether it be um, at home or or in Tuscaloosa? What what's the feeling like, and what's the atmosphere, the crowd, everything? Tell us about about being in one. Um, you know, I, I try to explain to some people what it's like, that, what that game is like. And, um, you know, here in Texas, we've got the Cowboys, we have the Mavericks, uh, we have the Dallas Stars, you know, we have the Houston Texans. In the state of Alabama, that is the Super Bowl, that is the game, and um, everything's riding on that game. So, um, I mean, being a part of that was, you know, a crazy experience. Um, you know, the tension is so thick, you can feel it um, all day. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's, it's just an experience that it, it's hard to explain unless you are actually there and uh, playing in it is just a different story so um, I feel very fortunate and blessed to uh, be able to be a, a part of that experience in, in either stadium um, I remember going to, to Bama and um, you know just feeling so much hate but actually feeling so liberated um, just because um, all these people are going against you you know, you feel like it's you against the world, and when you come out on top, there's no better feeling. I was just going to say, um, Haley, my uh, Auburn alumni girlfriend, went to the Iron Bowl last year in Tuscaloosa. We sat in the nosebleeds. We were, if there was 200 people in our section, we were the only two not wearing that ugly crimson. Uh, and you can really, <laughs> we can feel the hate, but I was going to ask you, which where do you, where did you prefer to play? Did you like playing at Jordan O'Hare, or did you like going into uh, the uh, enemy lines at Tuscaloosa? Oh man, it's two different experiences. Um, but but nothing compares to uh, my sophomore year uh, when we came back from that twenty four zero deficit and came back and, and beat Bama, and uh, we we stayed on the field for like forty five minutes, and I, I just remember. All the Bama fans were, you know, screaming like, "Get off our field! Get off our field!" And we wouldn't leave because we were just kind of partying. And so um, <laughs> that was just a great memory and um, an awesome experience. Heck yeah, I love but to hear like that. Playing in Jordan, there's nothing like playing Jordan there. So I don't know. <laughs> it's always a tough question. No, man, I love to hear that. Always sticking it to them after you beat them. Big rivalry game like that. Um, so let me ask you for this Auburn. Alabama Iron Bowl game that just happened. You know, what were you doing for the game? Were you getting yourself psyched up just for the guys that were going out there? Um, yeah, man. I'm, it's, it's Iron Bowl week, so I was excited, looking forward to it all week. Um, you know, taking bets, talking trash. Um, I'm very confident that we were going to pull this one out, um, and and we did. Uh, you know, I went. I actually went to the to the Auburn bar here in Austin and um, watched it with, you know, fellow Auburn alumni and Auburn fans. So invited a few of my friends out, and um, it was it was a good time. Is that Abel's on the Lake? No, now it's at um, uh, the local post on the internet. Oh, nice. It's changed then. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. That's funny. I was at the lo- – I was in Denver for the – for the game, and we went to the the local headquarters for Auburn in Denver, and it was a shit show, man. You, it was crazy. Um, you would have you would have thought it was the national championship game. <laughs> so tell us tell us about this game, Emery. Obviously, it was it was um, you know it was a clo- it was close for a while, and, and Auburn kind of yeah. pulled away, but but losing their their star running back. Um, that that's gonna hurt going forward if he can't come back. But tell us about the game and what your thoughts were. Um, I mean, I just noticed how much you've grown through the season. Um, not just our players, but our coaching staff. You know, I think Malzahn kind of letting go of the reins a little bit and letting Chip do a little bit more and uh, actually actually call the plays. We we ran a lot more short to mid range passing game. Um, uh, we we utilized Ryan Davis very well on the short shallow crosses. We we're effective on third down, and going up against a team like Alabama, uh, the defense like that—that's very key mm-hmm. uh, to make sure we move the chain. So um, it was impressive. It was impressive on the offensive end. Um, Jared looked comfortable. We have 
of course, I was. We had a great offensive line, and um, even you know going against that damn defensive line, um, we we protected Jared uh, pretty pretty well. Um, so with that being said, I'm just proud of the way we've grown as a team and um, as a coaching staff uh, because you know that that first week um, I, I wasn't seeing that short to mid range passing game, but Jared was looking uh, very very uncomfortable back there against Clemson. So. Uh, just to see how much we've improved from week one to now. Hey, uh, Emery, heard you t- uh, saying leading up to the game, you're taking some some bets with some friends. Uh, we yeah. love to talk gambling on the show. Tell us, were you were you taking bets with some Alabama alumni? Were they prop bets? Well, what were you doing there? Yeah, um, it was just some of my friends that you know didn't believe that I was going to pull it off. Uh, I, I tend to not go too deep with bets, but. If anyone wants to talk trash, I'm, I'm like, you know, put your money up, you know, let's, let's make this interesting. So, uh, just a few close friends, that's all, nothing major. Well, n- not to not to brag or anything, but I I promised my girlfriend that I wouldn't bet on the game because when I do, I always jink Aub- Auburn. So I I might be the number one reason why they won. So you know, you guys can thank me there later. You there you go. Don't make any bets. <laughs> hey Emery, with the SEC championship game coming up, man, uh, Georgia. I mean, you guys just waxed them not too long ago. I know, yeah. you know, I've never been in that situation before, but I can only imagine playing a team that you just played a couple weeks beforehand. Um, you know, uh-huh. now they know who you are, what you're made of. What do you see of this game coming up? Um, yeah, I mean, Georgia's going to be ready. They're going to have a little sour taste in their mouth. All that is true. Um, but the better team will win, I believe, for the better team. Um, in 2010, we played South Carolina uh, in the first game. We played them very closely. Um, and I know this was just a few weeks ago, but um, in, in 2010, we played South Carolina a little bit earlier in the season. But the SEC championship game, we just completely demolished them. Um, so I, I'm not saying we're going to demolish Georgia, but I think we're going to come up with a win. Well, you know, speaking of the game that, that Auburn demolished Georgia in, we heard a rumor that you were at the game in a suite maybe with uh, a Auburn alumni that people may have known about? Yeah, um, Charles was in there, Sir Charles, um, and uh, it's always good seeing him, uh, watching the game with them, and uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's always a, he's a character, man, so what you see is what you get with Chuck. I'm trying to picture Charles Barkley watching football, and I, I obviously he he picked the game on game day, and obviously went with Auburn. What's what's he like watching a football game? Is he just talking to talk, or does he actually know what he's doing there? Um, you know, Chuck, Chuck definitely got some knowledge of the game. Um, he's been an Auburn fan for a while, and he's watched a lot of football. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just good catching up with them. Um, it's not my first time, you know, talking to Chuck or, or meeting him. Uh, so, you know, saying some words, had a few conversations, watched the game, um, enjoyed it, enjoyed the win. And, um, yeah, it was a good time. It was a very good time. That's awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on the Sports Buzz. Uh, hopefully we can get you back on uh, after Auburn wins a national championship. What do you say? Oh, I love that, man. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Thank Anytime, you. Anytime, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, Henry. Have a good yes, one. War Dam. So that was our interview with Emory Blake. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we hope to have him back on as soon as possible. That was fantastic. Auburn gets the win, 26-14, and we do really appreciate you, Emory, for coming on. Um, we'll talk to you soon, but uh, we're going to get into uh, our Call the Moving Company segment um, because we had a lot of stuff going on in the world of college football. Coaches uh, getting fired from all over the place. Um, I think we all have somebody uh, somebody on the board, right? Oh, yeah. Our Deadpool? We definitely have an on the board, and if you haven't gone back and listened to our college football Deadpool coaches style, you definitely should. Um, what what has happened since we left? Uh, I think the first one, Brett uh, Bielema. Everything else has happened. So okay. I had Bielema. Bielema got, coach got Bielema. I had um, well, Let's, let's go coach Jones. by coach because each, each one of these has a little bit of story. So Sure. Arizona State's Todd Graham fired. Your boy had that one. And now now there's word that Mac Brown has put a, put his name into that. He wants more money from me. And Herm Edwards has put his name into that. I've heard both. I've heard both too. 
ESPN's the one reporting both of those, by the way. Oh, um, we talked about Bielema last week a little bit. Did we did we talk about him getting fired on the field? No. Oh, that happened this week. That happened this week. Yeah, I was gonna say. So Brett Bielema, yeah, he got fired before he walked off the field. Didn't make it to the locker room before they let him know, which is really interesting because Arkansas Seriously. doesn't yeah. have an athletic director right now. So that was like. Basically, Arkansas's board of regents. The interim director was like, hey, by the way, you're no longer the football coach at Arkansas. Thanks for your time. Have a good one. Before he could even get off the field. Wow. Yeah. That was low. That was low. And they tried to justify it saying that, well, you know, we wanted him to be able to address or think about what he was going to say in the locker and blah, blah, blah. But this is just evidence that Arkansas is fucking trash. Like, that is... That's low. That is so That's real low. low. Um, I kind of love it, though. McElwain. McElwain. Even I know that one. McElwain? Is that what he just said? It's, it's MCE. McElwain. 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 It's the McElwain. Um, he was the and, one who inspired us to start the Deadpool. Yeah, because he got fired real early. Um, there's oh. that picture that was allegedly a picture of him humping a shark naked. Don't know if it was him or not. But okay. Mississippi State's coach, Dan Mullen, has already been replaced. Has replaced him at Florida. So that's another coach that I think we missed. What do you think about that move? Um, it wasn't the sexy hire that they wanted. It wasn't the Chip Kelly that they were hoping for. No. Yeah, so not. I think they just settled. I think that's a settling move. That's kind of weak in my opinion. Well, I, I think the bigger ones is just Kevin Sumlin at A&M yeah. getting fired. Mm. And Jim Mora, my pick, at UCLA. Both my picks. Yeah, well, pat yourself. Don't, don't hurt your shoulder when you pat yourself on the back there. Oh, feels good. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who takes over those jobs. Um, I'm praying for that Jimbo Fisher to A&M talk that's been going on. Why would you want that? Because I have Jimbo Fisher as my third coach. I guess that would be a demotion. I would I would consider that a demotion for Jimbo Fisher. Well, it's a it's, it's a leaving. A, it's a leave, yeah. It's leaving one place for another. I guess he would have to be included in the Deadpool. Well, he's getting, he's putting in his. Because if somebody, if somebody had Dan Mullen, I would think that, that that would count because he went to another school. No, I would call that an upgrade. Dan Mullen upgraded to Florida, but he left his school. Yeah, but if you go back and listen to it, we said it had to be an upgrade. Like if, and I think the example I gave was a Scott Frost, the coach of U.S. Uh, well, you said like the Central athletic Florida. director, or I mean the, the offensive coordinator becoming the the. Well, the check, we'll quarterback check the tape, coach. but. Um, I would, I would, if Jimbo Fisher goes Texas A&M, I'll give you the, I think you get the, the credit for that, but I don't, I don't see that happening. I think it's a really bad move for Jimbo Fisher. Like, why are you going to leave the ACC where you're more or less, unless on, outside of like a total offer like this, guaranteed to be the number one or number two team in the, in the conference, going to go to the SEC where you got to fuck with Nick Saban every year. And, and and folks like that, like it, it's not a smart move for Jim. Be the big sure. dog. Be the big dog. No, he won't. Um, obviously, Jim Mora replaced by Chip Kelly after his firing. Um, that news came out last week. Uh, so that's kind of interesting there that he would go back to the Pac-12. I think it's a really smart move from Chip Kelly. I said this, he knows the area. I said this on Twitter the other day that Chip Kelly about to run that uh, Pete Carroll playbook. Leave the NFL, go to LA, recruit real dirty, get out, win a national championship, and then go back to the NFL and win a Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Chip Kelly, Super Bowl champion, two thousand twenty-four. Write it down. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll check the tape on that um, one later on. Right, let's get into Tennessee. Let's let's talk about Butch Jones is fired. So I hit that one. That was the first one that actually any of us hit. Um. And then, then things got weird. Eh. Things got real weird. It got weird real quick. Um, so Greg Schiano, the defensive coordinator for Ohio State, uh, was linked to that job. They were going to sign him. They had the paperwork all written up. Um, he says he signed it, but it was never signed by the athletic director or the, the head guy at... Signed by the athletic director, just not the chancellor. The chancellor, okay. Um, and social media got pissed. Tennessee students and fans went and stormed the, stormed the 
the campus in protest of this. Social media blew up. Um, somebody spray painted a rock. Shiano covered up child rape at Penn State. I mean, social media went ape shit on this story. And this is worse than the movie. Like, we talked about the movie Friday with the chains getting ripped off. This is worse than getting fired on your day off. Because he got hired, and he was fired before he could even go to the school. Not to mention his entire legacy name, everything about him, was smeared and destroyed on the way out. Yeah. Um, so is he still a defensive coordinator at Ohio State, I assume? They just uh, let him keep that job for now? Yeah, so Ohio State, Urban Meyer came out and said, I stand behind all my coaches. I heard him say that. Um, it was crazy to see politicians from Tennessee get so involved in this. It just <laughs> seemed like such an easy win for Tennessee congressmen, senators, anyone representing a local government, just to stand on a high horse and say that, you know, we're Tennessee, we have standards, blah, blah, blah. I think, and again, I haven't read too much into this, so this this might come off the wrong way, but I'm pretty sure that the the, um, allegations against Greg Chiano were not, not factual, right? It was like a he said, she said sort of thing. I don't Have you guys read into this at all? Yeah. So he basically, he, there's a, a, a person claiming that Greg Schiano came to him. That was, he was wise as a ghost and said, I just saw Jerry Sandusky doing something to. In the showers a, with kids yeah. or something. Yeah. It was all hearsay. So it was never admissible in court. Um, this is, I mean, it's such a, such a weird story, but yeah, bringing in the politics side of it, having all these people come out and, you know, bash the university, and then Albert Hainsworth, who was a former player, uh, said that uh, if Greg Schiano was hired, that his options would be open to which college program he'll be donating his time and money to. Um, no disrespect to GS, Greg Schiano, but if Tennessee leaders don't take football serious, then I'll find a program that will. Um Hainsworth also came out and said they wouldn't hire a certain guy because he was black, which maybe Hainsworth's word isn't worth much, but... Um, Hainsworth's one of the biggest thieves ever in the NFL, so... Yeah, yeah, he's a clown. But anyways, it goes back to the... It goes back to... You're talking about sports guys talking politics, right? I mean, this is something to where it's a he said, she said thing on a situation that's very serious, but Greg Schiano's name... It's just been smeared Tarnished forever. forever. There's nothing that, you know, he could be completely innocent in all of this, and he's screwed. He'll never get another coaching job. I'd like to see the list of all the coaches that coached at Penn State, where they are right now, and see if any of those programs take the same sort of approach that just happened to GS. Like, this... I don't know how I feel about it. Obviously, what happened at Penn State was disgusting, and you know we could get into that, but I don't think we need to. Well, it's such a knee-jerk reaction. It's like all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, that's the guy. Let's hire him right now. Let's do it." Like maybe slow your roll and find somebody once the season's over. Or... I mean, this is that's just this time of year. I think the bigger knee-jerk reaction is what happened on social media. Oh with, yeah, with fuckheads like Clay Travis, who is like the ultimate just like internet troll like it's i don't know i feel i feel bad for the guy you know i don't, I don't know exactly I feel bad for our show because you just gave this guy his yeah. own personal shout out i know how I, dare you how dare me the, well, the, the 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 worst part about this entire situation for tennessee is is that yeah you're right they might have jumped the gun a little bit trying to get a coach it backfired to where they had an outcry on campus now they're scrambling to try to figure out what to do for a coach Mm-hmm. So, they might not get the coach that they really want. Maybe Chip Kelly could have been interested in that, interested in that job. <sighs> I'm just saying, they are going to literally scrape the bottom of the barrel for a coach. They're going to end up with Brett Bielema. I wouldn't mind <laughs> I would be perfectly okay with that. I bet Bielema would too. That's a bigger school than Arkansas. But hey. So then, does who had Brett Bielema? Coach. Coach. Mm-hmm. But um. I do need to. We do need to hit a break. We're we're going long on time. We'll come back out of that break with Texas Ten. 
Um, recap football and some basketball from the weekend. Uh, we'll get you a little bit of music and be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? So it's adjustment, trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby? Do you feel the vibes? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz I'm your host, Special Sullen Time to get into our Texas 10 We gotta talk about the loss of Texas Tech Look guys, I, I can't I can't go through this over again. That, that Texas loss was hard enough. Oh, why, why don't y'all do the Texas Ten? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna work on chicken wings. Well, what do you guys say? You got chicken wing flavor prediction for the week? Garlic parmesan. Garlic parmesan. Buffalo okay. classic. Mm. All right. Uh, y'all try not to mess up the podcast too much. I'll be right back, okay? All right, man. Yeah. We'll talk Texas we'll be football. Good. Yeah, Dude, have fun talking Texas football. It's like he leaves because he doesn't want to talk Texas football yeah. because the motherfucker's an Auburn fan now. Yeah, I know. He doesn't care about, he doesn't no. care about Texas football. It's bandwagon. Dude, huge bandwagon. bandwagon. Huge. Look, look what women do to people, all right? Make them bandwagon. But let's get into this game, dude. Um, I watched it. I was actually in Tennessee for this game. It was awful. Um, you know, it, I was watching it with a bunch of Badger fans. So it made it even worse because all three teams that I wanted to win this week lost. Um, dude, give me your impressions on it. Let me know what you think. Well, the offense was terrible. They put up 20 points in the first half. Didn't find the end zone another time the rest of the game. Um, Ellinger had the worst game he's had all year. Two interceptions and both came at awful times. Um, I love the way they started the game with the, uh, the pass from LJ Humphrey to, uh, to Sam downfield. Um, I thought they took, they brought out all stops on offense and they still couldn't beat a bad tech defense, which is not good. Um, Daniel Young has emerged as the starting running back for the rest of the year. 13 carries for 55 yards, averaged four, almost four and a half a carry, scored a touchdown. Um, Tony Carter touched it three times for 10, Kyle Porter four times. They just didn't run the ball, man. And Tech was notoriously bad on the on their ground defense. Um, so it was disappointing to see that. I really thought they were going to continue going at it. Um, Armani Foreman looked good early. I thought... Uh, I think LJ should have the ball almost every single play, as athletic as he is. They even had him back returning kicks for a little while. I was shocked by that, but I was like, okay. I mean, the guy's a stud. Um, and McLean Carter, the, the starter for Tech, played absolutely horrible. And I was so happy when they said that they were going to play a guy who's never started a game in his life. Um, and he looked... Bad. He threw some really bad passes that I feel like Texas didn't capitalize on. Um, several dropped interceptions, plays that could have been made and brought back to the house. Um, he threw two picks. And then uh, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, they bring in Nick Shimanek. And Shimanek just went four for eight, 96 yards and two touchdowns. And he was given perfect field position after the two Sam Ellinger interceptions. Um, the last one came on, on the, uh, attempting game winning drive, but Texas had to, had the lead 23, 20, um, with two minutes left in the game, a third and two, and they decide to throw a screen pass. I'm still stunned by that. I don't know why you would do that. Um, I don't know why you don't run the ball with anybody doesn't matter who you run the ball with. I'd even take Chris Warren at this point, you know? Yeah. He could fall down for two yards. But the pass was not great, but the decision was even worse. And I know Sam's going to take a lot of the heat for this. I don't care. Um, yeah, but l- let, me, let, me, let me say one thing about that, okay? Um, that play, as an offensive coordinator, Tim Beck, you should know 
how your quarterback is and what he's done in the past. Don't put him in that situation. You're absolutely right. Just give it to Warren. Let him get two yards. It's under it's under three minutes. It's two minutes thirty seconds of the running clock. What's the worst that happens? He doesn't get the he doesn't get the first down, right? And you punt. And you punt. You have the you best have the punter. best punter in the game. So you make Tech go ninety yards on you in under two minutes to beat you. At worst, ninety yards. If so, that's if it's a bad kick, it's still at the so 10. again. No outs for Sam on the interception, but as a play caller, you have to be better. I agree. You I have agree to be hundred percent. It's frustrating, man. Dude, it's frustrating. But let me let me let me throw some things out to you. And and this is the problem that Texas has had all year, in my in my opinion. I think that they looked like how they played against Maryland. That's how they looked. They looked sluggish. Okay, they were. Out muscled almost in every different position. Yeah. The thing that gets me is this. All right. Only 116 rushing yards against Tech. You can't have that. What did Chris Warren run against him last year by himself? Like two, 225. Two years, ago. two years ago, it was over 250. Okay. So uh, that's one thing. The other thing, guess how many different receivers caught passes in this game? Um, a lot. 13. Yeah, a lot. Hank Hill could say 13 right now. 13 <laughs> different receivers caught passes in this game. That's a problem. You need to get your best players on the field. Stop substituting these guys in all the time. Pick your four yeah. and rotate them in and out. Well, Lorenzo Joe is a senior. Um, Chris Warren's transferring. Gerard Hurd's a senior. Let's see. Um, Foreman's a senior. No, Foreman's not a senior. Yes, he is. Is he really? Yeah, he's only yeah. yeah him and him and Deontay are, are twins. They don't look anything alike, or they're mm-hmm. not even close to each other in size. But well, well, Foreman's gone. Then you'll still have Johnson back. Johnson, L.J. Duvernay, and him, him, him Hill, Daniel Young, who had one catch for twelve yards. The guy's six five. Come on, you got to get that dude involved. Lorenzo Joe, not really. John Burge got terrible hands. He could go, um, and Kyle Porter's worthless. So. Um, but again, you know, you you pick your five guys, roll with them. Stop substituting in and out. Let them play. Let them get a feel for the game. Um, yeah. You know, they're on pins and needles trying to figure out, well, am I going to get benched or am I not? That's an issue to me. The four turnovers in the second half for Texas is really the Achilles heel. Um, but, well, I mean, we'll just, we're just going to have to wait and see where they end up in a bowl. And, um and see who they play, and we'll go from there. But I think this is a, a lost year, and you know if they win the bowl, that's a winning season, seven and six. Good for you, Tom Herman. Thanks for showing up, but you better do better next year. Um, well, well, the thing about this is, you know, I hear what you're saying, but with all of the injuries that Texas has had, especially on the offensive line, you know, the offense never got off to a good start to begin with. So six and six, the way that I look at it right now, is not a failed year. You've seen a bunch of positive stuff in this team. It's just putting it all together and, and finishing games. That's what they can't do right now sure. is finish games. Sure. And, and I do think that, you know, obviously 6-7 and seven looks a lot different than 7-6 and six if you win the bowl game. But, um, but, it, but again, we were looking at this team, you know, saying what would be a great through the year. year. Halfway through the year, we thought if they make a bowl. So I guess they did that. Um Real quick, I do want to talk about the the other side of, of the 40 Acres um, and talk about the basketball team over the weekend. Um, you know, I talked about it in, in my uh, live show on Facebook. Um, you know, if we can get through Butler, we get to play Duke, and we'll see what we look like against the number one team in the country. Um, it was a slow start against Butler, but they really never relinquished a lead. Um, got the win there. Got to play Duke the next day, and they came out looking like a different basketball team. And yeah, it was look good. fun to watch. Um, a lot of players got in foul trouble. Um, Grayson Allen, who is a continuous villain on this show. And will continue to be. Yeah, so Grayson Allen got in oh, foul trouble early. There he is. Um, Mo Bama got in foul <laughs> trouble. We're done with Texas football talk, by the way. So Are we back on Auburn football talk? No, or? we're not back on Auburn oh, okay. at all. Um, 
a lot of guys, Texas big men got in foul trouble other than Osipkowski. And He's playing phenomenal, by the way. He is awesome. I love watching him play, but um, they, in the in the late second half, when they lost their bigs, and it just seemed like the refs and the network, the four-letter network, just didn't want that to be the, the storyline. They didn't want Texas to beat Duke to go to the final of this tournament. Um, so there were some questionable calls, and Bamba fouls out. They start trying to guard a, a guy who absolutely destroyed everybody. Um uh, Marvin Bagley, that dude is a freaking stud. Yep, he's 34 good. on Texas. Uh, I think he put up 30 in the finals against Florida. Uh, he is really, really good. But Texas takes Duke, number one team in the country, all the way to overtime. The size and the they just look gassed at that point. Uh, got the best of them. Played Gonzaga, number 17 team in the country in the consolation. Um, down 21 at one point in that game, battled back from 21 points, tied it with a Jordan uh, – um, With Jones. Jones, yeah, Andrew Jones, sorry. Um, he hit a three with two seconds left after an Ozukowski steal at half court. Listen to that on the radio, and I got pretty hyped listening to Kirk Way going, going crazy, but – once they got to overtime, same story. Just look gas. Gonzaga took over, but guys, there's there's a lot of hope for this basketball team. A lot to look forward to, and I cannot wait to see. They got Michigan coming in in a couple weeks. Um, and they play Alabama at home in a couple weeks, and then jump right into conference play and start off with conference opener on a big Monday with Kansas. So. It's going to be exciting. And the Big 12 is stacked this year. you got Baylor ranked in the top 15. Tech and West Virginia in the top 25. Um, TCU's in the top 25, too. So. Yep, Kansas is always up there, too. Yeah, um, number, number two in the country now. The thing that uh, really bothers me about this Texas basketball team right now is their shooting beyond the arc. Um, against Duke, they were 17% from beyond the arc. Not a good shooting team. So... Um, you know, they picked up a little bit against Gonzaga shooting 36%, but that averages out to 25-ish percent, right? So, um, not looking great for them so far beyond the arc. Uh, one positive note is that Kerwin Roach looks like a completely different player this year. It's insane. Uh, you know, with Matt Cullen coming in and giving Roach a chance to actually play his natural position, which is a wing player at yeah. two... Uh, it's opened up the lane a lot for him to just penetrate and half the time throw it down. Dude, he had four so, huge dunks against Duke. So um, I really like the spacing that this team has right now with Mo Bamba just being a freak of nature in the middle. Uh, you know, he is phenomenal. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this team develops and, and transitions throughout the year. Um, one other thing that I really like about this team too is that they're pressuring the ball more. They're using a little bit more of that shock of smart havoc press. You know, they're yeah. showing a lot more pressure Even and they're creating a lot more turnovers. Their defense looks so much better than it did last year. If they can figure it out on the offensive end and actually start making shots, let's just say that for one game they shoot over 50%, this team is going to be a force to reckon with. <clears throat> we got a lot of time to talk about basketball. Football's almost done. So let's save her while we got it, but I can't. I cannot wait for that March Madness time. I can already kind of feel it coming on. You gotta put time in now if you want to be ready. I'm putting. March. I'm putting the time in. I watched a lot of college games. Hey, if you boys want to shut out the champ, you better hurry right. up and, and get that studying in. All right. Are you sure you want? I'm pretty sure I won. Ooh, you might have, but not that one. All right, let's get into first impressions. We got some conference championship games coming up, boys. Our first one Jimmy Georgia. comes to us from the Pac-12. Stanford taking on USC at Levi Stadium. Uh, USC, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. A rematch from earlier this season. I'll start with you, Spencer. What's your first impression? USC, three-point favorite. Levi Stadium. Pac-12, football. Yeah, Gridiron. Take... Uh, who are they playing? Stanford. 
I don't care about the Pac-12, so um, I'm going to take USC to barely cover. They went by four. Whew. They went by three and a half. Not so fast. I'm taking Stanford in this one outright. Bryce Love is probably the best player besides, of course, Carrion Johnson in college football right now. Uh, Stanford's going to win this game outright. You heard it here first. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Give me USC in this one, man. If it's a close game and it comes down to uh, USC having the ball, give me them all day long. Our next one, we've got the Big 12 championship. OU is favored by a touchdown against TCU. This one's going to be played at Jerry World, AT&T Stadium. Chad, what's your first impression? OU minus 7. Give me the Sooners plus 14. I'm thinking TCU here. I like to see a little havoc happen in the college football world. I just love the committee's job no. to be very difficult. I do, I'm thinking TCU no. here. If anything, I think it's going to be a close game. Spencer, first impression? I do think it's going to be closer than uh, closer than a touchdown. Um, OU doesn't, doesn't win by much less than a touchdown. So I'll take OU to, to cover, but I do think it's going to be close for most of the game. Our next one, the ACC championship. The winner of this game definitely going to the college football playoffs. Maybe not. We got Maybe Miami not. taking not. on Clemson. Clemson almost a 10-point favorite at 9.5. Spencer, what's your first impression? Depends on which Miami team shows up. And if they can turn the ball over, it's going to be close. What did you say the line was? Almost 10 points. Clemson minus 9.5. I think it's going to be closer than that. Give me, the, give me Miami with the points. I got to agree with you. I think the game is going to be closer than that. I don't know if Miami can win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but I do know this, this is a lock for me. Miami plus nine and a half. Chad? Give me Miami to win this outright. Woo! Beats Clemson. That's the shakeup. I like it. Well, I think if Miami wins, they're in. I think I think the winner of this game is in. Nope. Ain't happening. Nope. No? Nope. Mm-hmm. We can get to that in a second. Let's get back into the Big Ten. Chad, Wisconsin's taking on Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State, State is, is favored, favored yeah. by almost a touchdown, yeah, even though Wisconsin is undefeated. This game's right. played in Lucas Field in Indiana, in Indianapolis. A lot of these players are going to find their way on, on the, the field on Sundays. Today, they're playing on Saturday. What's your first impression of that game? Yeah, give me Wisconsin. Thoughts further? You know what? It's just been one of those seasons for Wisconsin where they haven't gotten any credit for anything that they've done. Um, They're kind of like Alabama in the fact that they haven't really played anyone except Alabama's Alabama, so they get ranked a lot higher. Uh, So they still beat a really good Michigan team. They've beat everyone they've played. What more do you ask from a team other than beating everyone that they've played? It's not their fault that the teams that they played aren't as good, but they beat everyone. So uh, Ohio State has lost two games, if I'm not mistaken, and I think that Wisconsin can pull it out. I think they're tougher in the trenches. I think they pull it out, <clears throat> especially being the underdog in this game. It's cr- it is it crazy. Is. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Wisconsin in this game only because if Ohio State wins – Complete chaos happens in the college football playoffs, and I think Alabama somehow sneaks their way in if 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 Wisconsin does not win. So you just said I'll, you wanted chaos. I do want chaos, but I also don't want chaos. And I've also been drinking Strangeland, so don't 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 try to quote me on things I said thirty seconds ago. You think I remember that? <laughs> I'm taking Wisconsin in this one, although I think they lose the game. I think it's a close one. Ohio State, eight by three. I'm sure none of that made sense. It made perfect sense. Ohio State by three. What was the line again? Seven. Six and a half. Six and a half. God, give me uh, give me Wisconsin. Ooh, you're not going to go with... We uh, agree! <clears throat> J.K. Dobbins? J.T. Barrett only took a camera to the knee. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's worthless. The last game tonight. The SEC Championship. Ooh, Georgia. Got this one on lock. Playing Auburn in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium Dome. What do, what do they call that thing? Mercedes-Benz Stadium yeah. in it's, Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. 
Auburn, only a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Uh, I'm going to go first. Auburn by, what, like 100 points? I'll take that one there. Okay, Spencer. custom line, 100 put points. It, put it on there. <laughs> Minus 100, Auburn. Um, I think Auburn wins this game. It's going to be tight. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say Auburn wins it by at least three. It's going to be good. It's a home game for Georgia, so Auburn's got to battle again. Uh, it depends if they're going to have carry on Johnson. Uh, Chad versus Impressions. Yeah, Auburn's playing best football I've seen out of any team right now. Uh, it's hard for me to go against them. It really is. Uh, I think Georgia's going to put up a fight, though. I really do. Because Georgia thinks that they still have a shot to get in. Um, if they win, they do. No, they don't. So, um, hopefully, I think Auburn beats them. Because I do not want to see Alabama in the Final Four again. Especially an Alabama team that did not make a conference championship game and are, is going to jump a team like Georgia or a team like Ohio State if they end up beating a number four Wisconsin or a number two Auburn. What about poor little UCF sitting there undefeated? They're, they're, they can go to a New Year's Bowl. They can go to the Peach Bowl. I'm okay with that. Their coach is going to be gone anyways when Jimbo Fisher leaves for A&M. So <laughs> doesn't matter. Just did some uh, some logistics here. Athens, Georgia, about 112, or I'm sorry, an hour and 12 minutes away from Atlanta. Auburn, an hour and 40 minutes. So not that neutral site, somewhat of a neutral site. A lot more Georgia Bulldog fans in the state of Georgia. Yeah, but it's not like you need a passport to get into Georgia if you live in Alabama. There's no like, hey, I don't you know, know how check lines there, but I'll works. tell you, you don't. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. If Wisconsin and Auburn both make both make it into the college football playoffs, that's good for our podcast. Obviously, we've both adopted these teams only because of the ladies that we spend our time with. That is not true. <laughs> Let's tell me. Tell me how that's not true. Alright, so um I was birthed by a mother who's from Wisconsin. Hmm. And all of my relatives and stuff actually live in Wisconsin still on my mom's side of the family. I grew up with Wisconsin and Green Bay Packers as two teams that my mom rooted for. And my dad was Longhorns and Cowboys. I stuck with the Longhorns and the Cowboys as my favorites. And, of course, the other two are the teams that I go for on the side. And so then I like to see you do well. So you like so, your dad more than your mom is what I'm hearing. What I'm saying is, is that when it came to being in Texas and living in Texas, I picked the two Texas teams over the Wisconsin teams. Hmm. Even though I had Green Bay Packer jerseys growing up, and I still have Wisconsin hey, at least shirts. At least you're still man enough to talk about, about Texas football losing. You just run around the room, you're like, oh, I'm an Auburn fan. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 yes, I, I actually had Wisconsin ties before the old lady came into the picture. I will say, though, regardless I'm of not that, calling you old if Wisconsin and Auburn are make it to the national championship, that would be fantastic for our show. Dude, it'd be fantastic because there would be so much shit talking going back and forth. We have to have we have to have bets. Would never happen. We gotta, oh, we gotta have. We gotta have. That happens. It's like go buy a lottery ticket. Let's skip our playoff picks. Let's do it next week. Let's get into next the, week. It'll be gone. It already happened. We need to predict who we think is going to be in the college football play. We go. We're going to go over on this show. I'm fine with it. All right. Let me. Dad said it's fine, Spencer. No, I appreciate that. Uh, Spencer, give me your pick. Who's going to make the college football playoffs? Clemson. Auburn. Um, I'm going to keep it the way it is. Clemson, Auburn, Wisconsin, OU. So you think Clemson, all of them Clemson. win? Even though you picked against some of them. Who was picked against some Clemson, of the Auburn, OU, and who? Clemson, Auburn, Wisconsin, OU. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay. I'm going to take exactly as it is right now. The top four that are in right now, they're going to win. Just because as crazy as this past week was, I'm sticking to it. All right. I'll go next. I'm thinking Auburn, of course. You don't say. I'm shocked. I think I do think Wisconsin 
beats Ohio State. I don't know if I reflected that. I think I did reflect that in my... Uh, you did, but with a seven, six and a half point line. Yeah, so I hedged it a little bit. I think Miami beats Clemson, and if they beat Clemson, you cannot deny them the opportunity to play in the cha- in the playoffs. If Miami beats Clemson, Auburn gets in. And then I also think Auburn's getting in if they win the game. I mean, they- I mean Alabama. I mean Alabama. Yeah. Hmm. Alabama. I do what I mean. I think the winner of the ACC gets in, and I think if Miami wins... And I think Miami will win that game. So I'm taking Auburn, Wisconsin, Miami, and OU. Chad, what are your Final Four predictions? I'm going to go Auburn. We'll have the number one overall seed. I think that Oklahoma will jump up to number two. I think that Wisconsin will be number three. And you will round it out with Alabama getting the fourth. Ooh. Auburn, Alabama again. A double Iron Bowl? Dun, dun, dun. So you're you're basically saying that Miami will beat Clemson and that the ACC he is going to get left out. He did say Miami would beat Clemson. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Bold. It's it's not interesting. That's what's going to happen because look at Ohio State last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh... after Penn State lost in the conference championship game, the Ohio State one loss team got in over the other teams that won against conference opponents. It's just they're setting it up to where if one of the four loses, Alabama will be in. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not going to say anything more on it because only time can tell, but all I know is that Auburn's going to defeat Georgia by 100 points. Uh, you heard it here first. 100. I would love it. If that actually hit. I'd bow down and kiss his feet. Ooh. Write it down. I Come on, Auburn! I will kiss your feet. Let's get a little nightcap, huh? Look, bring it back to college basketball. Apparently nice. that's still going on. Nice. I got, yeah. I got a question before we get into our nightcap, too. Is is Spencer wearing a, like, turtleneck? Or is it, like, a half turtle? It's like a half turtleneck. It's, it's a, like it's like if Charlie... It's like Charlie Strong's turtleneck he wore every game. Yeah. And they never washed it. So it's just, like, still stretched out to fit Charlie Strong's. No, neck. no. Okay. It's, loose, it's a loose-fit Adidas... It's 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 fleece on the inside. It's Ooh. a it's a climate warm. It's supposed to be worn as an undershirt, but it's very comfy, and I just felt like throwing this on today. Okay. Well, that's good because it was uh, seventy three degrees almost all day. So I'm glad you were. I put it on when when the sun went down. I didn't wear it all day. I wore a shirt and t shirt. You changed this for us. A shirt and shorts. I always said shirt and t shorts. Never said that before. Um. So we're gonna get in our nightcap. Let's do it. Sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. Here for any occasion. Um, so this is a crazy story that came out. Um, it's not a crazy story. This happened. Dude, it's weird, man. So it's fantastic. Altercation happens between uh, Alabama and Minnesota. And so altercation happens. Everybody leaves the bench for Alabama. There's five bench. on the floor. Five guys on the floor. Everybody on the bench leaves. Everybody on the bench is ejected. That's the rules. You leave the bench, you're ejected. Everybody's kicked out of the game. So early second half, a guy gets uh, a guy fouls out. So now they're down to four guys. And then a guy rolls an ankle. So now they're down to three guys. They had to finish this game. With three guys on five guys, and then the other uh, Minnesota still had, um, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, just just brawling. But um, so three on five, they had no subs. These three guys had to finish. Well, Minnesota still had subs on the bench. Um, the sad part about this game is Alabama actually had a chance to win. They're they actually outscored Minnesota with three guys. It says a lot about the Alabama. It says a lot about Minnesota, but it says a lot about Alabama too. So, so Minnesota was ranked 17th coming into this game. Uh, one guy from Alabama had like 40 points in this game. Yeah, he they had cut, to. They cut the deficit to three. It was like a 12 or, or 14 point game, and Alabama cut it to three. Yeah, 10 minutes. So, so 10:41 is how how long they played with three guys with no subs. 
It was absolutely ridiculous. If if I'm the so coach, here's here's the rules. They start telling you the rules. You're allowed to play with less than five players when the other players are not eligible to return. Article two, everyone knows that. Rule three, article two. We come on. It's and then the, it's in the NCAA rulebook. And then it said that a team is. I think it comes up after this, but a team is allowed to actually play with one player. Unless, yeah, here you go. Only one player is uh, allowed to, uh, to play, but unless the ref thinks that that team has no chance of coming back or no chance of winning the game. So you could legitimately play one on five. Which would be great. Which they would have to let go because of how bad Minnesota played up to this point anyways. <laughs> so uh, it's crazy. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, More or less... See a team cut a deficit. Dude. Playing down players. Wild. I mean, I, yeah, like you said, I've never seen anything like it. That was cool. Um, Alabama's obviously pretty good if they can play three on five and almost win a game. But uh, you guys got anything else? That's um, the fun show. Thank you again, Mr. Blake, for coming on. We'll get him <laughs> on again soon. <laughs> Emery Blake, thank you so much. We appreciate you uh, calling in. We'll have you on um, as soon as we can. Right uh, after Auburn wins the National Championship. Right, you did tell him that. Uh, don't bet on him. I won't. I won't he I told you not to. to. Unless, unless it's Wisconsin-Auburn, then I'm going to have to. Oh, that's a mistake. It's a mistake. Um, it's the best. But hey, we appreciate you hosting us here at your house. Thanks for pressing buttons. It's a pleasure to host the podcast. Chad, glad we got to do a full show together. That's true. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Until next week, Coach, maybe you'll make it. But uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We're the Sports Buzz, and we are out. See ya. This party is officially over.